What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. iHeart 3D Audio. One's a former NFL star turned esports coach. But I was getting the stink eye from my wife. She's like, what you doing? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> One might love his switch more than his girlfriend. Man, I hope she's not listening to this. Please. And one's a dad who can't stop playing Rocket League. These kids these days, they're like, blah, 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 blah. we're used to jump and run. Together, they welcome you to Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. Uh, welcome to the Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. I know Ben, you're going to stay in a lot of trouble. Continue to do what you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So welcome into the Gamers Lounge. This is episode, what, we're on 60. And we got something coming special for you, but I'll get to that in a, a minute. But uh, if you're new to the show, this show is where we talk about the video game world. So that includes esports, that includes game launches, things of that nature, and just topics in the industry from time to time. And then we have a fun conversation called this or that world we, where we find out things from one another or even the chat because uh, we're on Twitch as well. We find out maybe things that we may not want to know about your our friends or our co-workers, things of that nature. So we have that fun conversation. Then we talk about uh, game releases and what's on stream. And you know, what's on stream is interesting because there's so many streaming apps from Paramount Plus, Disney Plus. I'm surprised Netflix hasn't changed their name to Netflix, Netflix Plus and Hulu Plus and all that stuff. <laughs> so we, myself, Ben and John, we're here, your co-hosts, uh, your host and co-host of the show. And I know Ben, you got some cool and cracking for everybody here on the podcast today. So uh, I'm gonna toss it to you and talk about what we got going with 3D audio. Yeah, so we were chosen to do a special 3D audio podcast. So we decided to put together a little segment where we're going to take you, the listener, along for a ride in a Rocket League car that is driven by the one and only Amon Green. John and I, we will be in the back seat. So to make this really work, the 3D audio portion, here's what you got to do. This episode is brought to you in iHeart 3D Audio. For maximum effect, headphones are recommended. John, let's go into that segment. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, you ready to, for this quick ride in the Gamers Lounge Rocket League car? Make sure you get your seatbelt on. And my boys, Ben and John, will be in the back seat. Let's do this. Hey, don't forget to buckle up now. Hey, don't worry. Amon's a great driver. Oh, hey, it's starting. Okay, I'm getting better. Let's do this. on a right bouncing. Got it. Watch out on your left. Respawning. Here we go. Left, left, break, break. It's behind us. Got it. Hold on, we're going airborne. I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. 
us down. I'm out of booze. I'm going down, man. You need this peak bag yet? <laughs> Grab the speed boost. Go, 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 go. We're open. Let's go. Get it now. This episode was brought to you in iHeart3D Audio. To experience more podcasts like this, search for the iHeart3D Audio in the iHeartRadio app. So, John, you and I, we put in a lot of work on this, right? Yeah, so it all just, too, from the concept of us three, you, me, and Amon brainstorming, like, how can we make this cool with video games and 3D audio? We listened to some examples, and one of the things we came up with is, hey, let's strap ourselves into one of these Rocket League cars. What would it be like to be inside a Rocket League car. And, uh, you know, one of the things is it'd probably be a lot of motion sickness going right. on. <laughs> Which uh, is why hopefully people <laughs> enjoyed hearing the crunkling or crinkling, I should say, of a, a puke bag. <laughs> yeah, that and, you know, probably a lot of uh, head trauma too. But we, we just ignore that part of Rocket League. Right. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I don't know. I thought it was really fun just kind of putting together. And then Amon, too, it comes down to this is, hey, listen, I'm not claiming to be in the Actors Guild or whatever that is. Um, but we did our best to try to pretend to be act. That's where I feel the most uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We tried our best to make it sound like we were uh, jumping off the top rope in a <laughs> race car, yeah. driving around with a you know playing soccer. But uh, I brought in my acting chops for this one. This was fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Amon, way like to go! You uh, flipped the car, so the listeners got to experience that too. And oh he, yeah, and you know, like you said, that's what John referenced. Uh, make for be be careful of the head trauma you may uh, get during the 3D audio because it sounds like it's going to get really physical. And here's the thing: I think we can take this to another level. This oh. is this is the first time too that Ben and I had ever played with this software. Yep. I mean, we've been in radio for a while and we've been able to work with audio, but I think uh, if we give a, a couple more cracks at this. You know, I think this is going to get better and better. So if you do have ideas of what you'd want to hear uh, on a 3D audio podcast, similar to what you just listened to, feel free to hit us up on Instagram, on Twitter at AG underscore Gamers Lounge. Uh, and, uh, you know, give us your suggestions of what you would want to hear. And maybe we can help uh, make that work. Yeah, because there's so many different game genres out there that there's different sounds from different games because Rocket League, everybody knows the the usual sounds that you get from that game, the thrusting and the hitting of the ball, the goal scoring, the goal, what's it, a goal celebration, but uh, games like Among Us or Fallout, was it all, was it Fallout guys? I'm always messing that name dude. up. Uh, dude, and then uh, yeah. some of the games that we're talking about, Call of Duty, things like that. So it's different sounds from each game, just, just letting everybody know so you could tune in. You know, when you throw us ideas, that's where you could go with, try any game out. I'm already thinking about Among Us in my brain. Oh. That would be amazing because eventually you're going to get killed and it's going to be a surprise like it always is in the game. Ooh, Amon, I think you just, I think you just, that might be the yeah. next one. That might be the next one, man. And like, even like, right. And even like when you're, are the the killer, you can, you know, having the aisle, the sounds of us dry, uh, hiding through the vents, you know, how you could go in the vent and then oh, back yeah, out yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So, and you go to electrical, you got to, connect the wires and electrical you got to do your task that's on that task list so every task thing item will basically be a sound added to it now or be a sound that we could feel through 3d audio that's going to be awesome that's yeah, going to be awesome that's going to be really cool so also every week we do something really cool during this podcast called this or that Amon, should john take us there now yes he can he can do that. this 
or that. All right, this or that this week. And once again, as always, from the mind of Amon Green, would you like to live in the Antarctic or the Sahara Desert? The Antarctic or the the Sahara Desert? Uh, who wants to start with this one? I can start. Let me start with this one. Yeah, take um, Yeah, as I said uh, to you guys off air earlier this week, I got to go with the Antarctic because when you're a big dude, man, it sucks when you are hot. It is a horrible, horrible feeling. I mean, you can start sweating just walking anywhere or walking up a flight of stairs. So I would much rather be hot. Uh, I'm a heat guy. I mean, I've been in, even though I'm a Midwest kid, uh, growing, I grew up in Los Angeles. I uh, played in Houston for two years. And Seattle was actually a moderate com- climate. It wasn't scorching hot other than Eastern Washington where training camp was at. Uh, it was the desert there. So over the years, and it may be mainly because of football that I enjoy the hot weather. And so I'm going to go with being in Sahara, Sahara Desert because Sahara Desert, because I can always change from being too hot to go just go inside the house getting in the ac stuff like that with the cold you can't do nothing stuff is frozen you got 18 feet of snow frozen i mean you probably locked in a house for eight months out of the year and i've done that for 20 plus years so i am ready for the warm air so put me in the desert please yeah i'm gonna go in the desert as well i mean we've lived in the upper midwest cold is the worst at least when it's hot i mean i know listen extreme heat like you'd find in the sahara desert would be um you know more than what we've experienced but still at least you can do things and just look at the population of the world currently ain't nobody living in the antarctic ain't nobody going there to live sure there are some but nobody wants to say, like, you know you what? I think I'm going to move there. Right. I mean, you probably got people, obviously, that are there because of work. I'm pretty sure there's, like, one company there, two companies there with, like, 50 employees each, where it's only 100 people on the slab of ice up there. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And trust me, those are not fun conversations once eight months go by around the same folks. I bet not. All right, next this or that. <laughs> you got to pick one, Lion King or Toy Story. Ben. Uh, I'm going to go with Toy Story all day. Mm. Absolutely love it. Buzz Lightyear, Woody, and uh, Mr. Potato Head, Don Rickles, amazing comedian. I got to go Toy Story. And also, I cannot go Lion King because, to me, the live action of that movie killed it for me. I hated hated the live action version of Lion King. You didn't like the live action Lion King? No, you liked it? I didn't mind it. All right. I like the cartoon better. I'm going to go with it. Me neither. Yeah, Mm. I'm going to go with it. I don't even know the lyrics. Yeah. Lion King is classic, classic. You two are ridiculous. That that movie already is revered and is looked at as a classic. Now imagine 50 years from now. Classic Disney animation. That thing is just gonna age so well. Like that's why it's on that's why it's on Broadway. I believe Toy Story might be on Broadway, but Lion King's on Broadway too. So I'm picking Lion King, I'm on. No, Toy Story is not on Broadway. So I'm uh I'm with you, John. Okay. I'm picking Lion King as well. Like I said, Lion King is on Broadway. Uh, the, over the years, from the first one, I believe it was uh, James Earl Jones, to now we have Beyonce, we have um, A-list Hollywood actors voicing over uh, the characters, even in a live action. That's where the level of this movie has gone. Um, when they come and make remakes, you know you want to hopefully be better. They definitely bettered that by upping the ante to having the A-list actors and entertainers in general be in the voiceover for the for the animals in the movie. So I had to go Lion King. And it was something I remember with my daughter, my oldest, taking her to 
to the movies for the you know, first couple of times in her life and us enjoying The Lion King. Toy Story was a, it's a classic as well, but Lion King is right up there because of the memories and the way it's just, I say, gotten better you know, from Broadway to live action uh, in the big screen, on the big screen and everything. Random thought I just had, a live action Toy oh. Story. Imagine that with like a real mm-hmm. environment with people, but then the toys are obviously CGI. Like, I, I don't know. It could work, maybe. Uh, next, this or that, Battleship yeah. <laughs> or Guess Who? We're talking board games. Battleship <laughs> or Guess Who? Um, I'll start here because I've never played Guess Who. I had to look it up. It's like cards that you flip over. Yeah, with faces on them, and yeah. then you kind of hold them up, and you see them, at least on your mm-hmm. side, and you try and guess But I've played Battleship, so I'm going to go with Battleship. I mean, that is a classic board game for a lot of people. So memorable. It's so memorable. They made a flipping movie out of it, which, by the way, I don't know if I enjoyed so much. But at least they had the idea, like, this game was so popular, we're making a movie. Is that the movie with Bernie Mac? No. Battleship? No. Oh. No. No, Battle. Oh, I thought you I did referring to Guess Who. I'm like, wait a minute. Guess Who doesn't have <laughs> Oh, no, no. I meant Battleship. The one that they... <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Guess with, Who? With no. Bernie Mac and Austin Crozier, where he's dating his bar. He married his uh, daughter, and he didn't know he was the husband right until he Whoa. got to the house or something like that. Mm. That's a bad beat. Funny. That's not a bad beat. That was just off a little bit. Uh, but Battleship, <laughs> I'm definitely on with that. Other than the movie, they tried to make a movie of it a couple years ago. Yeah, Rihanna. And it wasn't the best. But it was a it's a bomb board game and it's on app games too and I believe it's on Xbox. You can have it on our console. It's on Xbox and PlayStation. So I'm Battleship all day. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you guys as well. And Clean it, sweep. Um. Somebody in this room once talked about like strip Battleship or something. <laughs> I don't know who it was, but I guess you could probably play the adult was version. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. I'm not gonna call anybody out. But it wasn't Amon and it wasn't me. You had a random thought earlier. No, I have a random thought right now. Amon. You would uh, not be uh, good in strip battleships because as we find out, you go commando. Yeah. <laughs> that's one less article of clothing. Well, that's not, that's when I'm sleeping, not in the middle of a game. I'm, a, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to come in there butt naked huh, and just finish the game like I won or I lost. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now this or that got really weird. All right. This or that, not the first time. Chain stores or independent stores? Chain stores or independents? What are you guys picking? Man, you know, it always feels good mm-hmm. when you can support an independent store, but sometimes you just can't get what you want at an independent store. So I will try to go to independent stores, but I typically end up either going to Amazon, ordering it online, or going to a big box store. Mm. How about you, Amon? Um, I'm definitely, I'm going to say we're a chain store family. <laughs> we're always at Target. We're always at Walmart. I do support like independent stores, small stores, like comic book store here in Green Bay area. I support Power Comics. I'm a big fan of there. I actually did a couple little, uh, I say job to, um, opportunities there where I basically help stock the comic book. So I'm in a, a geek's dream job right there working at the comic book store. But I would say overall, we are a chain school store family. So Walmart, Target, when we need those little uh, detailed items for cleaning up the kitchen, stuff like that. So chain stores. Yeah, right the now. problem with chain stores <laughs> is they're so easy. They're so convenient. convenient. It's harder to shop local shop small shop independent but that doesn't mean you shouldn't you know one way i think this is almost a common the best combination you can find right now of the two obviously etsy is making its money with its creators but i think just even shopping etsy you help people who are creators in a sense too they do get a cut of their money so i like that too if, if you're buying like why go shop at, at target or somewhere well i mean great prices and whatnot but you can also <laughs> 
uh, at times do it in a different way. And I think it's, it's kind of cool. You get a more unique uh, gift item for somebody and you help support somebody uh, at the same time. All right, next, this or that yoga or Pilates. Oh, this is where you were talking about sweating yoga, right? Yes. Oh yeah. This is where Ben was talking about sweating. <laughs> so I did hot yoga one time. I got talked into this from, by some friends. Oh, this will be a lot of fun. It'll be a good workout. I walk into the room and number one, like the male female ratio was like, I don't know, 85, 15 in favor of male. So really? number one, yeah, there was a lot of dudes in that room. And when it's 90 some degrees, everybody's sweating. And I'm sorry, call me what you want to call me. But dudes smell worse than females when they sweat. So this room just stanky. It was horrible. And it completely scarred me from any sort of yoga ever again in my life. But I would be open to trying Pilates. So Pilates is, is going to be my answer. I mean, Amon, you're used to stinky rooms in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, locker rooms, yep, and uh, the, the meeting room, because some guys take shower pills. If you know what that means, that means they basically don't take a shower. That's what a shower pill means. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and then yoga with a whole lot of dudes in the room. When you made that statement right there, that just doesn't sound good at all, <laughs> just, so, just so you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. A bunch of uh, hot, sweaty dudes in the room. Now, nah. and you're referring to yoga, that's not a good thing. No. Uh, yeah, you want the female ratio to be a little bit higher uh, so you can enjoy it through your uh, nose and your eyes. Okay. So uh, I will say that was definitely was a bad day. Your friend set you up for a disaster mm-hmm. in that situation. They should have told you that it was backroom yoga at 90 degrees in the room. Yep. Which is not cool when you find that out on the run, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with yoga though. So with that being said, okay, yeah, yeah, I've done both. I've done yoga, Pilates and hot yoga, and I don't mind the hot yoga, but like I said, in Ben's situation, when you don't know about it, a hundred percent, you just kind of walk into that. That's something you just don't walk into. That's like getting blitzed and hit from behind. You just don't walk into getting sacked very hard for, you know, you get tackled. So, uh, I'm, uh, I'll say without the heat, I'll do the yoga. I'm a yoga guy. I like to do yoga just to relax, uh, you know, kind of a de-stressor. And I love the way it just stretches you out. I, I feel physically better if you just do a short yoga session. I got yoga mats at home. I love it. I really want to try um, hmm. hot yoga. No. I do. Don't do but it. But now I, I know a little bit more Game now. <laughs> but I, I, I want to see, because I think it sounds really fun in the sense that it's going to suck. You know, it's going to suck. You're going to sweat. You're going to not want to be there. And then can you overcome that? And that's what I want to try. And they give you electrolytes to put in your water. If you don't already have it with you, like Gatorade or something like that, they'll give you like a little, it looks like salt or whatever, but it goes into your water for extra you know, hydration so you don't cramp up while you're doing the hot yoga. I did not know that. So be aware. I, okay, very good. Get your I, mind right. All right, I did <laughs> not know that. Uh, next, this or that, this or us, uh, this is us, rather, or Gilmore Girls. You're talking TV shows, this is us or Gilmore Girls. You know what, I'll go first since I have not watched an episode of either one. Um, but my wife does love this is us, and a lot of people do, and it's a very you know, if you talk to somebody about This Is Us, they're going to talk your ear off about it, about how you have to watch it. So I'll go yeah. This Is Us just because what I've heard from other people about it. Guys? Mm, I'm going to go, I say, I haven't watched a whole lot of Gilmore Girls, so I'm definitely going to go This Is Us. I have caught, we watched the first two seasons of it, which was pretty much every episode 
I say was pretty much a tearjerker, yeah. which is something my wife loves. So it was good. Getting, I was taking it for the team, you know, but I enjoyed <laughs> it. It was good entertainment. You know, at least the characters in the game are, are Pittsburgh fans. They're football fans. So I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, that's my problem with This Is Us is that every freaking episode I end up crying or I get teary eyed. And I'm like, no, I don't want that. Gilmore okay. Girls. That's my choice. Oh, you guys got to check that out. Yeah, I am. I just don't like to show it. Anyways, Gilmore Girls. You guys got to check this out. <laughs> it's on Netflix. It's a really, really good show. I got hooked because I was taking one for the team like Amon did with my girlfriend, but then I got sucked in and I watched all six or seven seasons. Uh, Rory, Lorelai, the family dynamics. It's a really good show. Yeah. Check it out. Gilmore you got Girls. It all. Yeah. yeah, you got names. So, yeah, when you're in deep, when you know the names of everybody. <laughs> Same thing happened with me with Flavor of Love. I wasn't into it, but then I got sucked in with New York and Flavor. And, oh, my goodness, mm-hmm. all the girls trying to impress a guy that uh, – very probably very nice guy, but does not look good. Just being nice for my man, Flavor Flav. Uh, I respect his game and being the hype man for the best uh, rap group in the in history of rap, of the rap game, but not a, you know, a very, you know, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> but we know how that works. Right. All right. Final this or that this week, guys. I'm trying to be nice here. Yes, you are. I, very diplomatic, Come on. Um, all right. Final this or that this week. Would you rather have your shirt be one size too small or three sizes too big? We'll start with Ben Young. You got to go with three sizes too big. You have to because whenever a shirt is one size too small and you're walking around, you're never comfortable, you're always like fidgeting and trying to like stretch it out a little bit, whatever it may be. It's just just so you can operate as a normal human being. I would rather have it a little bit too big than a little bit too small. Mm, I'm going to go one size small. Uh, I'm, I, I don't mind doing that because I've done the three, the big t-shirt. Remember back in the day, it was like yeah. baggy clothes was the thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm out of that. I'm what, I want my clothes to fit. I want to look like a grown person. I don't want to like a little kid who's wearing his older brother clothes uh, or gear. <laughs> so I'm going to go one size too small and I'll be good with that. I think Just because I, even though things might shrink, as the people might say, that's okay too. I'm going to go one size too small. I, I know exactly what Ben's talking about. When you get a shirt, maybe you buy it online or you just buy it and it was just a little small. You're like, eh, it's the only size they have. And then you go, ah, this is uncomfortable. I, I always feel uncomfortable and I got tug at it. And I'm like, I don't feel right in the tight shirt. So I'd rather look like, you know, three sizes too big, even though I wouldn't want that either, but just because it's more comf- comfortable. So I'm going to just do that for the comfort of it. All right, fellas. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double arm kid carry. Looks like dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. 
Ah, but looks like Mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes! Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Um, let's move to what's on stream. Row, row, row your boat gently up. Uh, sorry. Excuse me. It's time for what's on stream. So right now, we have some good stuff out there. Like I said, Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, Paramount Plus. But I'm with Disney Plus this week. And every time I check it, I'm always looking for something new. Even even though it's a lot of old stuff in there that I've obviously previously viewed a lot of time, like the Star Wars saga. But a fun episode, a series they bring in, in which you kind of, if you watch the Star Wars, uh, Android, and the, uh, like from the Clone Wars cartoon series, this is a, I say a spinoff of that. They So it was a group of guys, uh, uh, clones, that were experimental clones that were basically giving their own uh, will to take, not, or take or not take orders from the general, from like the general or commander of the group. So this TV series on Star Wars is called The Bad Batch. It's uh, one season, season one has uh, 16 episodes right now. I believe the first two, maybe three episodes are up. And I'm assuming just like what Disney Plus has done since WandaVision, they're going to release one episode, maybe two episodes per week. So right now, week one was released last week and it was Bad Batch, you know, episodes one and two. So like I said, they're elite as well as experimental clones that make their way through the ever-changing galaxy, as we know, the Empire is trying to control everybody. And in the immediate aftermath of the Clone Wars, if you remember the Clone War movie, this, you know, these cartoons like the Bad Batch, like Clone Wars, they connect the dots. They keep that beautiful continuity that Marvel also has done along with their movies at Disney. You know, they probably learned that from one another or Marvel learned from Disney to have that continuity all the way through the storyline, no matter if it's on a big screen or on a small, small screen. So if you like uh, the clones, you like more, it's a little bit of Jedi fighting going on in there. And you just like guys that are gonna, it's a, a motley crew of soldiers come check out the Bad Batch, it's fun. And it always, and it's referring to, always referring back to uh, what happened with the Jedi during those first few movies of Phantom Menace, Clone Wars, and then Revenge of the Sith. So it's leading up to that. So you just keep in mind when you're watching and what's going on, the time when the Jedi uh, can, I say, begin to get exterminated by the um, Empire to basically set up what we know, Star Wars, uh, New Hope, Return of the, uh, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, then on to Force Awakens and the other three, two movies that just wrapped up the, the, the entire 50-year saga or 40-year saga, something like that. So check it out on Disney Plus, Star Wars, The Bad Batch. Very fun. All right, mine comes from NBC. What about you guys? Yeah, so mine comes from NBC, and also you can find uh, past episodes on Peacock. But it is The Voice, the big week this past weekday. 
made a bunch of cuts, so they're down to like the final eight performers now as we head into um, crowning a new champion of The Voice. But I think it's a lot of fun. This is actually the first show when or the first season, I should say, where I've sat down and watched it from start to finish. Some really good undiscovered talent out there. And uh, one funny thing, if you haven't watched any of the series yet, one of the competitors was actually in a group with Blake Shelton, the country singer, back in the early 90s when they were trying to break into Nashville. Well, he showed up during the blind mm-hmm. auditions because in the voices, you guys know, I would think, is, you know, you sit uh, in a chair that's turned to the singers and you have to press their button to select that singer mm-hmm. just based off their voice, right? Well, Blake pushes the button to select a singer. He had no idea that this was the guy he was in a group with 20, 30-some years ago. And he still didn't know when his chair turned around until the guy told him. Wow. So it's been pretty entertaining this year, but I'm watching The Voice on NBC and Peacock. Okay, so my pick this that week. Means, yeah, that means Blake wasn't apparently paying attention to his, uh, his group, his band members. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just bring that up real quick. Right? <laughs> That's a good point. That's a great point, uh, actually. All right, guys, my pick this week for what is on stream is on HBO Max. Now, it ends soon on May 17th. It's Superman and Lois. It's from the CW. It'll continue on the CW, so you can set your DVRs here for the next couple of weeks. So they've got five episodes on HBO Max. And it's the story of. Superman, as he marries Lois Lane, and they have two teenage sons, which are discovering, one of which is discovering his powers. And so they move back to Smallville. It's actually pretty cool. It's got the, obviously, action you want from a superhero television show, but it's got that CW drama, I would say. And one thing I noticed from this show, I I really like it. I I would definitely recommend Superman and Lois. I can't wait for the next two episodes. But one thing I noticed, it kind of bugs me just about movies in general, but hey, this isn't like anything new in the whole world of Hollywood. But everybody is so damn good looking in this show. <laughs> like, it's just like, oh my gosh, do you always have to be dressed perfectly with the perfect haircut and everything? Like, geez, Louise, man, can you make it a little more real? But that's just a very small, minor thing that I noticed. So there you go, Superman and Lois. Or a Superman, you know, anything, yeah. obviously, anybody, obviously, you know, Lois Lane, he uh, got made, marries her. So, you know, anything that is part Superman is going to be perfect physically, uh, emotionally. Well, not quite emotionally. If you watch the series, I watched a few episodes and their kids do not are not emotionally balanced. But yeah, they're most likely going to look good, too. Just think about when you read a superhero comic or you watch a movie, the girlfriends, the wives. Yes, they're pretty much perfect 10 models. You know what I'm saying? For sure. No, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it's not going to, they're not going to miss the target on that. Writing <laughs> or developing the superhero uh, story. <laughs> That's a good point. That is a good point. Just want to bring that up. Just, just want to point that out. Yeah. You know, just right. want to point that out. All right, let's right. get to, uh, let's all right. Get... So uh, let's take it to game release. All right. There are more ways to celebrate than ever before at the Jeep Celebration event. Hurry in for great deals today on the only brand that lets you go anywhere and do anything. And now, returning FCA lessees get $2,000 combined bonus cash, plus $500 Jeep Celebration bonus cash on the purchase of a 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L Limited. Lessee is solely responsible for early lease termination payments, fees, costs, and penalties. Current lease must end by 4-3-2023. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery from dealer stock by 3-31-2022. Jeep is a registered trademark. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, 
That feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Release the games! It's time for the game releases. Game releases. All righty then. We have a fun big week of games. Some big games, some older games are getting a, a makeover. And the one I'm going to bring up that is that older game that's getting that makeover is Mass Effect Legendary Edition. So it's a compilation of the video game. So all the three video games into a trilogy pack. So Mass Effect 2, 1, 2, and Mass Effect 3 has uh, been developed by BioWare with the assistance of Abstraction Games and Blind Squirrel Games. So this is a game that I remember when it came out, had a big... Uh, a cult following behind it. I was one of them. I bought the first one on 360, had fun. And it's one of those games that is it pretty much set the benchmark or was one of the pioneering games of where you had choices. So Ben, John, when you play in this game, you pick your character, you can, either, you can pick your character and then design your character. So you could be a human, you could be an alien, if I, if I remember correctly. And if I'm wrong, I know somebody will say, hey, no, you gotta, you'll go with pre-selected characters. But once you select your character, you have pre-selected choices across the storyline. So it's basically like you telling the story. So the developers here, Bioware and uh, also Electronic Arts EA, put in the mind that basically we create our own story off the choices that we choose along the path. So from the time you create your, uh, your character, your NPC, for every conversation, every situation that pops up, there's going to be four decisions you guys get to choose from. And that decision could be, you know, you know what, I'm not going to get on this spaceship, go to that battle at this time. So boom, that changes the storyline, obviously. And so that's the fun part about Mass Effect. That is what draws people in. And that's what you see with games today like Valheim and Rust, these games that basically is open world and you literally create your own world, what you want to do if you want to go to battle or you don't want to go to battle. I know you guys, Ben, John, what would you want to do in the game? Would you want to continue an uh, 80-year war or you know what, get on the beach and create you a castle and a moat what you gonna do no i want to fight i want to fight i want to battle i'm well, a fight yeah i'm a lover not a fighter give me <laughs> what about you john i'm a lover not a fighter give so me the beach soft. I, so I kind of knew that john brought you being a lover <laughs> fighter so yeah, yeah so that's the type of game you, you have here no, that's yes he called you soft oh stop it say that again no it's all good <laughs> so you can create your own outcome here uh this game is due out today uh, Friday, May 14th, and it's on Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One, and it's the, like I mentioned, action role-playing RPG, so it's first per, uh, third-person shooter, single only single-player, but you can two-couch co-op this game. You can trade that controller back and forth with you and your best bud there, so check it out. It is out Friday, Mass Effect Legendary Edition with all three games in a bundle. Yeah, so my choice this week is Quantum Replica. comes out May 14th on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Now, this actually came out back in 2018 on Steam. So it is a PC game. No changes to this 
council version, but it's just cool that it is uh, finally out on council. But here's kind of the backstory and what you do inside Quantum Replica. You are Alpha, a young man who awakes without any memory, plunged into conflict and mystery by dark forces. Alpha must find his way across a sprawling megacity to secure his past and doing so his future. So it looks like a really cool game. The graphics and sort of the gameplay sort of remind me what you would see in a graphic novel, kind of those illustrations. So this game looks really cool to me, and I'm pumped that it's coming out on Switch because guess who's got a Switch? That would be this mm. guy. Anyways, we all do. That's true. Yeah. We all got a Switch. Say, guess who's got a Switch? <laughs> Every one of us on the podcast, Ben. Hey, my pick for game releases this week it's called Hood Outlaws and Legends. It's already out on PC, PS5, Xbox X, PS4 and Xbox, and what is Hood, Outlaws, and Legends? Well, it's it's a P versus P versus E. All right, so I, I, I'm English. New, I, I, player versus <laughs> player versus the environment in a violent medieval world. Outplay rival gangs, uh, moving in stealth to steal treasures, unseen or dominating through loud and brutal combat. Only the best will escape with hard-earned riches. And so, Amon, this P versus, this was new mm. to me, P versus P versus E. Um, but it's just, uh, you know, it's player versus player versus environment, right? I'm on to, I'm on to that, right? Right. I'm good, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's what kind of with the the Battle Royale game genre, like Fortnite and Call of Duty and now Apex, or Apex as well, the environment, that's where the environment comes into play that you got to be aware of because as you're obviously fighting PvP versus another person, the environment, the bubble is sweeping and shrinking down and that gas can kill you, so... You got to also be aware of that. That means they probably in this game is probably like a winter storm or electrical storm, thunderstorm that that's going to potentially ruin your day <laughs> or your gameplay while you're playing or make things a little tougher. And there was another game I played, uh, Mad Max, uh, came out on Xbox One a few years ago, in like 2015. And I beat the game, but I remember there's parts in the game that, you know, Mad Max, you remember the movie. Yeah. You're still in post apocalyptic Earth. And there is nothing. There's dirt. and You're in a desert somewhere similar to Sahara, like we mentioned earlier. And sandstorms were rolled through there. And if I wasn't in a house or in my even sometimes when I got stuck in my car, my car would get lifted up off the ground. And so that's against the environment. So you just got to be aware of those things. And that's fun part of the game that sometimes you may not account for playing when you're shooting or building a castle with a mold or doing something, whatever the game has you do. Sometimes you don't take it in effect like, hey. You know, Mother Nature is going to have, it's going to be a, a, a thunder blizzard today. Yeah. <laughs> Lightning striking and, you know, it might burn down your house. Because back then, you know, they were in this sound like a medieval game. You get a, a, a lightning strike. That ends, that is ruins your whole life right there <laughs> during that time. All right. There you go. That's this week's game so, releases. Yeah. Sounds good, man. So I'm excited, guys, about this 3D audio. I can't wait to get the full effect because I remember recording it. Like I said, I, I pulled out my acting chops that I have <laughs> a little bit under my belt um, for some of the for some of the recordings. So everybody, I hope you enjoy. That was probably my best work. I could get better. I could say that. I could always get better. <laughs> uh, but yeah, tune in next week for the podcast, and the, we'll be on Twitch as well. Amon Green TV. We have my man, great guy. We met down in Atlanta about two three months ago. Rapper and fellow gamer. He's a gamer on top of that. Roscoe Dash. 
and I believe he has a new album about to drop too. If it not hadn't dropped already, it's coming out soon. So and we get to enjoy that conversation with him and then find out what games he plays and games that he is very, very competitive in. He has, uh, we watched him play that time in Atlanta when we met him a few months ago, myself and Ben. And then come back for a new this or that. We'll have that with him and Ben and John, with Roscoe, Ben and John. And it'll be interesting what his answers are going to be in terms of this or that. And then everything... Game releases, talk about that because there'll be more games this summertime, even though some of the major events are not happening like E3 and DreamHack, but they're still having them virtually. But game releases usually happen very big around this time because of E3 here at the start of June. So since there's no physical E3 is a virtual, we'll be talking about whatever uh, conventions that are happening in person and all trending stories in the world because we know Epic, Epic and Apple are still banging it out. We might have more information in that court case. And then what's going on in esports and the competitive gaming side of it at the college and the pro level. Because right now we got CDL, which is Call of Duty League. Overwatch League just started up. And uh, by next Wednesday, NBA 2K League starts up too. So check all that out. That's what we talk about here on this show. And then go to our socials. We're on Twitter and Instagram. I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram and Amon Green 30 all one word, and on Twitch as Amon Green TV. And then the Gamers Lounge is AG underscore gamers lounge on twitter and instagram and also at facebook as well so ben let people know where they can find the podcast follow us and on on the socials as well yeah so you can find us wherever you take in consume your podcast we're going to push you to apple podcast though and please 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 rate and review us those reviews are going to go such a long long way shout out to someone last week who wrote in with a review on our website ag gamerslounge.com that's awesome but if you could do that on apple Podcasts, that would be great as well that was akeem shout out to akeem who loves the show thank you for listening thank you yes really appreciate that so again if you can do that on apple podcast rate and review us it's going to allow us to do some really cool things with this podcast down the road so other than that man that's all i got next week looking forward to roscoe dash for sure so everybody have a good weekend and talk to you next week You may think the NFL season is over, but now it's Tapehead's draft season. And this NFL podcast gives you the inside slant on all the top prospects. Hi, I'm Bob Wischusen. Starting March 1st, I'll be joined by NFL Films' Greg Cosell, who studies the tape and provides the real story on which prospects fit which system and which are likely to make the most impact in the National Football League. Listen to Tapehead's draft season, premiering March 1st on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. When a trivial accusation started on an anonymous internet forum, the Korean hip-hop star Tableau was at the top of his game. But then, rumors started to spread that he wasn't who he said he was. I'm Dexter Thomas, the host of a new podcast from Vice about a bizarre conspiracy that turned into an international obsession. Listen to Authentic, the story of Tableau on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.